Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to Tuck Rule Takes. Uh, this is episode 57, the the very prestigious um um what was the name? What was the name? Steven Nelson. <laughs> Steven Nelson, uh our Lord and Savior. Bowler, Pull yourself Lord together. and Savior. Steven Nelson played from what was it, 74 to 86, something like that. Long time. It's 74. Yeah. Seven, all the, all the years back then, uh, I was not born yet, but you know, shout out to Steven Nelson. Wonder what you're doing. Uh, if you are no longer with us, RIP. Um, but anyways, <laughs> we are not going to start that on a somber note. Um, uh, I am Mike Sullivan with me as always, Liam McDade. We do have a guest in the tuck rule takes house. Uh, someone who's been here before we got big Al Jazeera here with us, ladies and gentlemen, um, big Al what's up. How's it going? How you been? What's up, motherfucker? <laughs> no, I've been good, guys. Always fun to come on. So two things. Uh, Steve Nelson is still alive. He actually good, was good, the good head. Good for Steve Nelson. He actually was the head football coach at Curry College in Milton, Mass. No shit. I live Six, right near there. 64 and 22 in eight years of coaching. God damn. And did you call oh, me yeah. Jesse? Did you call me Jesse Arrow? I no, I said I said Big Al Jazeera, a little a little worse. Okay, a little okay. worse than that. I was gonna say, let's not confuse this with uh, a Bills fan. Shout out Zach Jazeera, I love you, my co-host <laughs> on my Red Sox podcast. Go check that out. But yes, no, just wanted to make sure that we're not getting uh, a little senile up there, Michael. Just making sure yeah, that, no. that everything's I mean, working. Well, no, I've also uh, questioned we, his, you know, cognitive ability. Yeah, but, this, but that's only because coming... everyone questions yours. So you need to go after <laughs> someone to make you feel better. Fair enough. I do. Al, Liam, Liam's criticism, I need you to it, it's coming from someone who who still thinks that Cam Newton would be the a better quarterback for this team. Someone who is also outwardly an Eagles fan. You know, so I think I think there are many red flags with this gentleman, which again I question I mean, I every mean, week why he is my co-host. Cam would have put a touchdown on the board yet. I think, he would have threw a pick. I think he, he would have threw a pick. You know, you know, Mike, to be honest, I, I would be disappointed in Liam, but I've been disappointed in Liam so many times with his takes that this is just like it's just like another layer that's just added. You guys on are and haters. On. That's fine. You're you guys are Cam Newton haters. I get it. That's totally fine. You, okay. you um, deny the truth. Um, Liam, can I ask you a question real quick? And then sorry, Mike, yeah. I know this is your guy's show and I don't no, no, no. Talk ruin away. it. Talk away. But um, does Cam Newton have a job right now, even has a backup? No. No. Okay, so what does that tell you? That tells me that NFL scouts and owners don't have an eye for talent. Um, that tells me that Cam Newton's talent, which he was very talented back in the day, 2015 MVP, keep in mind. Okay, yeah, he was. He doesn't have it anymore, and guess what? He would not have scored on this Jets defense. Oh, he would have. Uh, I don't think Patrick Mahomes would have been good on last year's Panthers team, but I digress. Last year's Panthers team? What? Yeah, that's okay. where we, Cam Newton. We, oh, 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 I thought. Okay, okay. Sorry, I, it took me a second. Okay, I got you. I got yeah, you. I, okay. He did. He he looked bad. I blame myself. I'm the one who brought up Cam Newton. I should not have brought up well, Cam Newton. I knew yeah, that, that was a dumb was, move. I was probably on your gonna start. Part, I was probably gonna start with it anyway. I, I knew what I was picking up, but no, no, no. You know, you know what we're gonna start off with. Oh, we are going to start off with, well, actually, first of all, we have just a little house cleaning for the Patriots right now. Um, just a couple roster moves just to talk about before we jump. Somebody into stole the, my Cam Newton jersey. Good, 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 good. It, no, it I mean, it's very valuable. Okay. No. So, well, 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 uh, Liam, for. <laughs> Liam, Liam, you may want to want to listen to this one. Uh, Lil Jordan Humphrey, we we did not have an episode last week. It was a bye week, so we weren't here either. Uh, Lil Jordan Humphrey is no longer a New England Patriot. He did get released. What? 
JJ Taylor got waived today. Um, he, as of right now, he didn't sign back with the practice squad. He did clear waivers. So who knows what's going to happen with him. Um, Ty Montgomery as well, likely out for the year, even though I don't think what? it's reported. Yeah. Yeah. His shoulder injury. Belichick keeps saying it's day by day or up until like five or six days ago, he was saying that, but everything's day by day likely out. Um, and now we get into kind of the really shitty news, Christian Barmore and Jake Bailey, both placed on IR. Um, Liam, we talked about this before. Al, I'm sure you know. Uh, well, or, or Liam and I, we texted about it. We weren't talking about it on the show. Yeah, um, defense doing fine without Barmore right now. <laughs> Can't wait till he comes back. And uh, Jake Bailey, I mean, we have a punter right now who had an average of like 40-something yards punting. So having a good time. And um, David Andrews practiced today. So those are the the quick little hitters. Um, any... Any comments, concerns, anything on that before we jump into the game, guys? I mean, the best news is David Andrews practicing. I could have swore I chalked that up the second I saw it out for the season. I was like, yeah. it's all, it's over. I texted you, season over. I'm like, we're fucked. Our offensive line looks terrible. And now we yeah. just lost our center, the most important part, besides arguably the left tackle, I guess. I'll, I, thought, I'll say, I thought we were boned. I'll say one thing real quick about Christian Barmore. It's kind of mm-hmm. disappointing to see him on the IR because he's a guy that was really expected to take a jump in year two and really be a force in that on that defensive line. So yeah. the fact that he's kind of been in and out, inconsistent when he plays, and now just another injury to add on to his 2022 season, you know, it, it's disappointing to say the least. But hopefully he can be back for the very end of the season, hopefully the run to a uh, playoff spot. You're preaching is, to the um, congregation here, Al. Mike has a life-size I, cardboard cutout of Christian Barmore that he takes I with him everywhere he goes. Believe, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta look back because at the end of the regular season, Liam, we're gonna look back to our first episode. We had like accolades, things we saw were gonna happen. Yeah, Christian Barmore for me, he was either the one I had the highest hopes for, or I had some. I believe I even said he was gonna get Defensive Player of the Year votes because I thought yeah. this was his year. So I am right there with you when I say um, that. Yeah, the injury, injury sucks. Although. Like I said, defense is doing fine without him. Not saying they, he doesn't need to come back. It'd be awesome, like you said, come back for a playoff push, uh, which the Patriots most likely will be in because as of right now, they are in the sixth seed, I believe. Yep. Um, so, but anyways, we have gone far too long without talking about this. Um, Patriots, Jets, barn burner of a game. Um, <laughs> they won 10 to 3, arguably the most exciting ending to a game this season for any, any team, any, anything. Um, I think there, there's a a fair amount of stuff to talk about with this. I just, I heard a lot of people saying before the game that the Patriots were, you know, the old Ben, but don't break defense. That's, that's what everybody likes to say about them and all that stuff. So Let's jump in. We're going to start with the defense, but I just kind of have their stats, their rankings to rattle off to you guys. Let me t- t- this. This doesn't really sound like a bend, but don't break defense. Um, right now, Patriots are second overall, fourth in yards, second in points, second in sacks, second in QB pressures, first in QB hurries, tied third for turnovers, sixth in yard af- yards after catch, fewest completions uh, allowed, as well as the lowest completion percentage. Um, that doesn't sound like a bend, but don't break defense. That sounds like a fucking elite defense. Um, yeah. And they showed no, it. No bend in that. It sounds no like bend. steel girder defense. That shit stays solid. And and I know what everybody says. The whole thing is, oh, they haven't played anybody. Um, you know, they've, they've played scrubs. They played whoever. Well, I saw a tweet from Boston Sports Info today or yesterday or something like that. 
Um, he quoted, he said, they played shitty QBs. Well, if they do, they hold them to way shittier results than anybody else. The quarterbacks the Patriots have played that everybody says are shitty right now that they've gone through. Um, they have a completion percentage of 55.7, 12 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, and a QBR of 74. The rest of the league, those same quarterbacks against the rest of the league, uh, completion percentage of 64.8. 87 touchdowns to 34 interceptions in a QBR of 94.6. So yes, they have been playing shitty quarterback or not even shitty quarterbacks, just kind of subpar because the, the lions are back to putting up points on everybody. Um, yep. They held the dolphins to 13 points. People don't talk about that. Um, but I hate the narrative that the Patriots defense hasn't played anybody, Ben, but don't break all that stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, this was your bill Belichick win of a game defense and special teams. Um, I figured we'll start with defense since that's where that's, that's where, you know, the most exciting stuff is, even though I think offense has some cool stuff to talk about. Um, and I'm going to throw out the first, the first talking point, uh, Al Liam and I have said this a couple times. Um, Matthew Judon top three bill Belichick signing ever right now. He has 13 sacks. They took away that full sack. They, 13 gave him and half a half sack. sacks. they took, oh, they away, took it away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fucker. Which made sense. Made sense. They split it with, yeah. uh, I forget. Um, not was wise. It, did, did, uh, I was going to say, was it was wise? It, 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 it might've been either wise. wise or wise or Bentley. It was one of the two. I either think. way, either way, 13. Um, that's his career high right now. Matthew Judon right now for me, defensive player of the year for the that's entire league. There's, there's no in between. There's no in between. Um, but yeah, this defense though, I figure we'll start with Judon. Um, I don't know if he can keep this up, but goddamn, goddamn, he is killing it right now. There is nothing that tells me he won't keep this up. He is a madman, a man mm -hmm. possessed. Head and it looks like he is playing youth football teams. He rips through the line. The quarterbacks are instantly horrified. The rollout rate for quarterbacks playing the Patriots are ridiculous because every time he's instantly through pushing quarterbacks out of the pocket to make plays, Zach Wilson couldn't make plays in the pocket, couldn't make plays out of the pocket, but that guy was under pressure. Cue David Bowie because that was an ugly, ugly outing for him. Overall, and Judon was kind of like the the reason he was seeing ghosts. He couldn't complete passes out to the flat. I mean, we'll say the same thing about Mac later, how he didn't have any offensive line help. But God damn, mm -hmm. every time Zach Wilson got the ball snapped to him, he's probably like nine is coming. Oh no! Nice uh, Sam Donald reference, by the way, there, Liam, with the seeing ghosts. Yeah, hey, nice, gotta, nice. gotta throw it in. So, gotta throw it in. But so so real quick, I'll just I'll kind of throw kind of what you guys are saying. Matthew Judon, absolutely, Mike, hundred percent defensive player of the year. Has to be, right? Mm -hmm. I think the reason that he can keep it up is because if you take a look at the snap totals that he's had over the first half of the season, significant, I don't want to say significantly, but definitely less mm -hmm. than what he played last year. And I think credit to the Patriots defense, it's gotten better as a whole, right? So you take a look at their secondary. Their secondary is really good. I think they're like second in the NFL, like you said, in like takeaways, right? Mm -hmm. And then they obviously have other pieces on that line, like, Devon Godchow, Deidre Wise, Juwan Bentley's become a really nice linebacker yep. for the Patriots, you know? And I think because they've gotten so much better, that's taken the pressure off of Judon, who then can be fresher for his game, so that way he can be more impactful come Sundays. And I think that you're going to see that down the line, especially in that stretch run where they're going to need Judon to continue what he's done the first half of the season. 
Uh, another guy that that you know no one brings up because I think he kind of got lost in the in the shuffle. He really get he got paired with Winovich a lot, which kind of like he always got spoke about like him. Uh, Josh Uche, been oh, killing it. Uche. Yeah, been killing right. it. Right. Yeah, yeah, been. And by the way, Al, when you when you say uh, real quick or whatever, no, 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 there's no such thing as a quick take, buddy. Just jump <laughs> on in this shit. It's it's a, it's a force of habit. It's a yeah, habit, yeah, but yeah. I'll I'll I I will you. gladly rant on because otherwise I'll rant on for two hours. But I'll I'll rant with you guys anytime. You know that. Yeah, I think I think with Judon, and we'll talk about it when we talk about the upcoming game against the Vikings on Thanksgiving. Um, Vikings are down their left tackle right now. Um, Kurt, the the Cowboys demolished Kirk Cousins, and the Cowboys are in all these stats. How the Patriots are second or third? The Cowboys are really one of the only teams that are above them. So the so it's not like the Vikings are going from the Cowboys to the Texans. You know, they're going from the best defense to art to the second best defense. So um, I think Judon keeps it up. I think he makes Kirk cousins look like Kirk cousins. Um, shout out Shannon Sharp. That's his classic. <laughs> one of my That's favorites. His little thing. Um, Kimpo Kirk. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just, I'll just throw another little thing out there. Uh, Patriots allowed 103 yards overall um, of offense in this game. Guys, I got a little question for you. We all know, um, you know, that the jets could not move the ball at all. Do you know the average distance the Jets traveled? Yes, on, I do. On every play, I figured you would out because I know you're on Twitter as well, um, and and also you just you hear this stuff. The average distance that the Jets traveled in the second half per play, Liam. I'll ask you because Al knows. Um, could you even guess the distance, like in in yards, feet, whatever you want to? Whatever, whatever, whatever metric you want to use, whatever metric I mean, you want to use. I, I watched every snap and there was no big plays, <laughs> none. The they had basically given up on running the ball. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Uh, fucking a uh, couple, couple yards. I, Not even close. Two point seven inches per play. Oh, what yeah. the fuck? Inches. <laughs> Inches. Not even yard. That's this much. They I think they ran something like 29 plays, 26 oh, or 29 shit. plays. Yeah. See, I was gonna say half. I was gonna say 2.9, so I would have been off by like two tenths of an inch, but I, I, I think that, yeah, yeah. I was said. looking at two, yeah. And, and and obviously, as we know, the Jets only gained two two total yards in the second half. In, in the oh okay, Jesus Christ, that, that's fucking way off. Two two total yards, two point seven inches. Better for the doubt there. And wow. and and Negative 21 passing yards. In yep. Half. Yep. That was going to be oh, the yeah. ice cream on the, uh, the <laughs> That's cherry on the cherry top of the Sunday. <laughs> Is that not and the most Jets thing you've ever heard? All that, all that. But guys, <sighs> don't try to tell Zach Wilson that he was the problem. That was the best. Was I did so see that interview. Do not so try dumb. to ask him. He's God so forbid you ask. Zach Wilson, do you know who you're talking to? Second overall pick, Zach Wilson. You're going to ask him if he was the problem? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, contraire, mon frere. No, he was not. (laughs) The defense should have held them to zero points, and they would have won the game. I think that's that's the only way of thinking I can think that Zach Wilson was was traveling in his little immature. I mean, Stephen A. Smith called him a boy. I mean, in the in 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 a league of men, he's a boy. Like well, mentally. did you did you see his post game interview? He truly looked like a child. He's got like the arm, Under Armour thing up to here with the little knit cap on. I'm like, dude, how old is this kid? I mean, he's like, he's, he's like 21, 22. It's preposterous though. He looks like he's 16. My buddy's yeah. kid is older than fucking Zach Wilson. He's four. 
<laughs> how how do you not how do you not do like the normal i mean we, we've heard mac jones say it almost yep. every game this year oh, where yeah. it's like you know we let the we let the defense down we let them down blah 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 dude it's so easy nobody would have like criticized or, or even nobody would have been like yeah oh my god you did let them down they would have been like yeah no shit so like get back onto it next week like this i i don't the, the jets are crumbling and it makes it, it it gives me the sliver of hope that like the NFL world for the Patriots is slowly moving into the right direction where seems like they're in, they're in the playoff hunt again. They're going to be in the playoffs. Defense is solid as fuck. And you just tore down the jets two out of three weeks, like, or, or two times in three weeks. Like, yeah, not, not, not only, not only that too, you got to think about it this way. If you're the jets, why do you not tell the punter, punt, just punt it out of bounds. That's all you had it's a to classic. do, right? It's a and, classic. And listen, I'm not going to lie, guys. Like, the way the game was going, and you can't tell me that neither one of you thought this way, because there was at one point, you're thinking to yourself, oh, shit, if there is some miracle that happens, where, look at the first half. Look at what Zach Wilson did in the first half. Throws up a prayer down the left sideline. Jack Jones gets awful. turned around. Yeah. And Jack Jones it, didn't and, know. <laughs> and, it, and it just falls right in his hands because the yeah. wind was so severe that day, right? Yeah. But And I'm yeah. thinking to myself, if that happens again, it just one play. That's all you need. One play. Yeah. That's all they needed. One play, and they could have been in field goal range, could have kicked a field yeah. goal. And we're talking about a completely different topic tonight yeah. as opposed to oh, Patriots yeah. being six and four. That's the part that scared me because I was like, oh, shit, they're going to lose this game. They're going to find a way to lose this because they're not doing what they need to do on offense, which I know we'll talk about in a couple minutes. But, mm-hmm. man, Robert Sala had a great game plan for the Jets. Like They got to Mac Jones. They sacked Matt yeah. Jones six times. A lot. Yeah. yeah. Held the offense to three points. All Crazy. you had to do is kick the ball out of bounds and you have a chance to win the game in overtime and steal one on the road. But but thank you. Thank you, Robert Sala. Thank you, New York Jets, for being a trash franchise when it comes to making decisions in clutch time. So truly a cursed franchise. I, I and like there's been a lot of like talk about Zach Wilson's play this year, and most of it's been positive. Like They've they were six and three going into this. They beat game. the Bills. Like, yeah, they beat the Bills. So people are talking about him as a competent quarterback. And we'll get into my love of another quarterback that most people aren't fond of here. In the three games that Joe Flacco started, he has five passing touchdowns. Zach Wilson has four since then, and he's played almost double Joe Flacco's games. You know, Joe Flacco elite quarterback, but it's just now people are talking about Zach Wilson's job and saying that like this guy is not an NFL quarterback. He might not even be a backup. And just last year he was drafted second overall. There are already murmurs. It's all because of that press conference and that terrible fucking performance he had against us. Now everyone, because of Bill Belichick, because of what the Patriots did to this man, people are like, shit, he might not even belong in this league. He Bill might have just got a guy fired once again because he did get Frank Reich fired the week before. Was um Bill's out for people's jobs. Yeah. Did uh just just another another cool since we're talking about the great Zach Wilson. Um the Jets had nine completions and they punted the ball ten times. Yeah. That wow. that just doesn't seem that's, that's tough. That's that, uh... but, but again, wasn't 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 the offense, wasn't Zach Wilson's no. fault? No. Definitely not. Um, like no. you said, the punter should have should I mean the punter, first of all, you you out you out punted your coverage, which is which is crazy, <laughs> which is almost why I love that this is how that game ended. And Al, I agree. There were many times, not even just one time, you said there was a thought sneaking in. The thought was there for the entire second half, pretty much, where I was like, the Patriots are going to play 
this great, great defensive game. And then all of a sudden they're going to lose on some BS play, like a bit, you know, a chuck up to Mims or something stupid like that. And they're going to lose. And that's going to be the talk of the town. But no, what happened is this is, like I said, the most Bill Belichick win because it was defense in what unit ended up winning the game. Defense special teams. teams. Nobody and, and nobody puts uh, puts a premium on special teams. I shouldn't say nobody. The majority of the league doesn't care about special teams. It's kind of, you know, kick it out of the end zone, directional punt out of bounds, get, have a good kicker. No one, no one seems to put emphasis on punt returns, kick returns, getting good gunners like Slater, getting all these people getting the uh what, what was Marcus Jones' thing coming out of coming out of college? He was the most electric punt returner in years yeah. or whatever. He showed why. And Belichick kind of again showed that. While he d- he doesn't have a perfect track record, special teams will always show up when you when you least expect it, and that's yeah. what happened here. Um, that's I exactly mean, what I that was, was thinking. Incredible. Yep, like there there hasn't been a punt return in years. Like returns in general are going out the door. People mm-hmm. fans want to get rid of them altogether. And then in the same day, Cordero Patterson kick return for a touchdown, and then Marcus Jones brings it to the house for the win. That's why you can't get rid of special teams because. Even though everyone forgets about it, it's still extremely important. It's hilarious to see when a guy like Robert Sala is going, likely he's going, okay, there hasn't been a punt return in years. And Mm -hmm. it doesn't really happen. And the odds are very against Marcus Jones bringing this back for a touchdown. But then there's Bill on the other side who goes, we've practiced this. This is our Hail Mary return here. We're going to go into ultimate coverage. I was watching a video of Bill breaking it down where uh, Jabril Peppers and somebody else just stuffed the gunner, pulled him out of bounds, and that was the way Marcus Jones followed that, went right by him. Bill breaks the whole thing down. He's still criticizing his guys. He goes, oh, they didn't get off their block fast enough here and whatnot. I'm like, guys, ruthless. But still, literally brings a tear to my eye. But Phenomenal coaching and phenomenal play by Marcus Jones. The guy has wheels. By the way, uh, first punt return for a touchdown this year in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh. I don't think there was happen. one last year either. I don't no, think there was I, a single think, one last year. I remember seeing some stat. I think it, it's been a couple years. Yeah, if I remember yeah. correctly. But, um, yeah, I, I do also want to shout out um, – you you both are, are my my stream since I live in Florida was about a play and a half behind. So oh, I got texts from both of you guys, one from <laughs> Liam. What a way to end it. And then I, I forget Al what you said, but it was just I because I think at that point I like half looked at the phone. I was like, I don't think this is gonna be bad because I don't like I, I feel like I know Liam's text enough to know that it wasn't, but I'm yeah. watching and I'm like, it's a it's a it's a punt. Like I, I, th- I think I said, you're gonna be happy with what happens next. Something yeah, along those lines. yeah. And I, I was like, well, are they gonna like block or like something's gonna happen? No, no. Just like the most electric ending to a game in yep. the last God, I don't even know how long. Oh, um, yeah. That was that was incredible. Uh, Marcus Jones also drafted by Bill Belichick, so I feel like we always have to give a shout out to that. Um, the record show he can draft. <laughs> yeah, you know, one one Jones gave up a big pass. The other Jones ended up winning the game. And I loved how like a few plays before that or like maybe a few drives. It was like Marcus Jones questionably returned with a knee uh, w- with like a knee injury. And it's like, yeah, I think I think he's good. I think he um, I think the <laughs> knee, whether they shot it up with something, he he came back and he and he's good. Um, yeah, I, the, I, the I, Patriots, the Patriots Twitter was like and they quote that, tweeted yep. it and said, and he returned or the, that's it, what it was. It was like, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I was trying to think of who tweeted. I was like, cause I know a lot of people were saying yeah. that and I was like, yeah. Cause I remember I saw one and I was like, Oh shit. 
Yeah, the, the uh, that, I do love when that's the team Twitters get involved. Um, another thing with the Jets, by the way, coming out of halftime, uh, you know, that's when you expect teams to to make their adjustment adjustments and all that stuff. The Jets had five straight three and outs coming out of halftime. Um, so again, just another another testament to how good this defense, um, how good it is, how good they've been. Uh, Kyle Duggar showing up, Judon. We've talked about him. Um, I don't even. There's you know Jonathan Jones showing up. Uh, I mean, actually, you know what? No, I haven't. I'll, I'll nitpick Devin McCourty. That was exactly uh, where I was going to go. Buddy. Talk about a gift. Oh, that was, listen, listen, oh. Devin, Devin McCourty has felt so bad for Zach Wilson that he didn't want to see a grown man cry on TV because he keeps getting so many interceptions. <laughs> so, you know what? We need to thank Devin McCourty because Devin McCourty is a man of honor, a man of integrity <laughs> and a man of respect. So I he's like, like you know what, Zach Wilson, we're going to beat you anyway. So you know what? So that way the New York papers don't blast you even more than they're going to. I'm going to just let this uh, drop right here. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, have fun because it's fourth down anyway. So you're giving us the ball anyway. So Devin McCourty, class act. It's a testament to his compassion because last game he picked him off twice. Exactly. So he's like, I, I can't do him like this again. Yeah. No, that just, yeah. Jonathan Jones should have had one though too. It, Jonathan Jones game, almost had one. Yep. Yep. I thought yep. he should have uh, had that. Around. He had his hands on it. He, he jumped did, around yeah. perfectly. That and, and that's the crazy thing, guys. That this this game, this defensive performance, everything, no turnovers for the Pats, which has really been, you know, obviously, whenever you have a game like this, you always think there's gonna be some sort of turnover, something like that. No, this was just this was just the Patriots defense saying, Yeah, you know, we're gonna we're gonna take over. We're yeah, gonna we take got over. this one. Yeah, yeah. Which um, which we will. I, I guess now we'll get into the offense. Um, I have kind of just a statement to throw to you guys, and then we'll we'll discuss it. Talking about the offense, you should always start with the quarterback. Um, Mac Jones' best game this year, 23-27, 246. No touchdowns, no picks, no turnover-worthy plays. Great decisions with the ball for the most part. Um, nothing alarming, really, that jumped out. Um, against in the Jets defense, by the way, I think going into this, they were third in points, seventh in yards, or they were oh somewhere around where the Patriots uh defense was. So uh this is also 246 yards, the second most um passing yards the uh Jets defense has allowed uh first was to Josh Allen. So again, Mac Jones, this was yeah. a good game. Yes, he did not have a touchdown. I understand. That's frustrating. This offense as a whole is 31st in the league in the red zone. That's an issue. But overall, I think this is Mac Jones' best game. Gentlemen, what do you what say you? Al, go nuts. All right. Oh, you don't want to say go nuts because I will go nuts about <laughs> this. So I will say this. It was nice to see that when Mac Jones had time to throw the football, more than two seconds to throw it, he actually made plays. And, and I think about this, this sequence, and you guys can help me out with this because I'm trying to remember. So it was a 20-yard strike. I believe it was to Hunter Henry. And then the next play, I think it was to a receiver. I want to say it was like Jacoby Myers maybe off play action. It was two play actions in a row where they got down the field. Like they got two chunk plays. I'm almost certain. He had one too. I don't know if it was him. It, it, it might've been him. I don't know. He, I, you know what, Mike? I think you're right. I think it might've been John. I, I think yeah, you're I actually can, right I about can, that. I can think of what you're talking about though. Yeah. Yeah. You, you oh, get by the I'm way, saying. the uh, Mac Jones second shortest time to throw first was Matt Ryan. He had um, two point something seconds to throw the ball this week. I think it was so, 2.93. Yeah. If I'm not yeah. mistaken. Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah. So anyways, awful. proceed. Sorry. Yeah. No, 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 you're fine. All good. I, lo I love stats like that. They just feed into my argument. So with that, right. 
Mac Jones, I'm not saying he's going to end up, and I said this on my, my podcast, Legends Lingo Podcast. It's not that he, we expect him to end up like Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen or Joe, even Joe Burrow. That's okay. If he can be serviceable, if he can be a good NFL quarterback, like a B-minus B type of quarterback, you take that, right? All day. So, so you think about it, right? The people that are saying, well, he threw it short. He had to throw it five to ten yards. Yeah, because he was getting pressured. He had no time to throw. Now, there have been times this year, and you two can both agree with this. There have been a few times this year where Mac took has taken bad sacks and made bad decisions. Every quarterback does it, right? He has made some bad decisions. There's no denying that. Yeah. But a lot of the time, the pocket collapses so quick, and people forget this. If you're still in the pocket, you can't just throw the ball out of bounds. Nope. Because obviously, what penalty comes up, Mike? Yep, intentional grounding. Intentional grounding. Bingo. Nope. <laughs> and, and I didn't just ask you that because I forgot what the name of the penalty was for a second. I totally didn't do that. But, again, okay, so intentional grounding, right? Would you rather hold on to the ball and, say, lose five yards or throw the ball away, get an intentional grounding penalty, lose it down, and go 10 yards back? You need to be smart about it. Yep. And that's that's the thing, right? And that's the thing that bothers me. What bothers me about this offense is that, and Mike, you and I talked about this over text message, and, and we were kind of going back and forth, not in a bad way, but we were having a discussion about this. The thing that drives me nuts is when a play action works, I'm not saying you got to do it 10 times in a row. You don't have to do that. But do it like two or three times. Keep the, yeah. keep the defense off balance. Mm-hmm. Keep the defense guessing. Because if you do that, then the defense is saying, oh, shit, they can actually throw the ball. And then that can open up the running game again. For Because, by the way, Ramondre Stevenson, worst game of his season so far, 15 yeah. carries for 26 yards. Yeah. Damian Harris, 8 for 65. My boy. Damian Harris. Boy. Harry, Damian Harris, very good. despite the box score, he played a lot better than the box score says. Absolutely. Like he was ripping them off. Impactful. Yes, he did. That's what he did. It was all impact. Yep. Absolutely. And to kind of, to kind of close out my, my little rant here, Mac Jones is a guy that he will make smart decisions but you got to block for him. You have to. And yeah. that's that's with any quarterback, right? Why is Patrick Mahomes good? He has the natural talent, but he has a decent offensive line. The yeah. Bills we saw him in the Super Bowl without an offensive line. Yep. And look at look at Joe Burrow in the Super Bowl. Why did he lose the Super Bowl? Because he didn't have offensive the protection line. in front of him. Yeah. And the last play of that Super Bowl, he got sacked by Aaron Donald, who is a yep. freak, but still no offensive line. Get mm-hmm. the offensive line fixed. Hope David Andrews is healthy. I can't believe I'm saying this, but get Isaiah Wynn back on the field because you need some competent blockers. Wow. You need body. I, I, know, I, I know. I I have to go to a dark place. I might have to shower after that one. But again, so. but again, get this offensive line intact, and you can actually see this offense go forward. You saw little, little parts where the offense actually mm-hmm. looked better. They just didn't yep. get in the end zone. That's the next yep. step. Yep. yep, I agree. By the way, uh, Liam, before you jump in, I think, Al, and I don't know if you've heard me say this, Joe Burrow, I think, is what Mac Jones can be if he keeps trending in doing what he's doing. He I, I've, I've heard you say that before so, yeah, a couple of yeah. episodes. Yeah, that yeah, I, so, yeah. I agree. But Liam, sorry, did not mean to cut you off. Sorry. No, you're good. Floor is uh, yours. So is that what you think of Mac as like he's a like a, you know, mid-tier quarterback? Or is that just what he looks like? That's just what he looks like right now. I think okay. he I think he can be good. Like I said, if you have him at a B, I'm not even saying an A. If you have him at a B, B minus, 
Yeah. That's good. Yeah. You take that. Okay. Yeah. Cause then I, I would agree with that in a sense. Like you said, all quarterbacks are system quarterbacks, like for the most part, like you, they need right. to function in a good system and the hate Max getting me and Mike come on the show every week and talk about it. Like what is wrong with the Bailey Zappi thing was the really like the, the Achilles heel for him that really put yeah. all this pressure in the front forefront here. I think the whole game I was watching it and there's nothing more he could have done in that game than what he did. Like there was little opportunities for him and he was making the most out of it. He, in my opinion, is if he has an offensive line, like say drop Mac Jones on the 49ers right now, switch him and Jimmy G Mac Jones could be a top tier quarterback. Probably I would argue a top seven quarterback. If he was on a good team, like the 49ers with weapons and blocking they have incredible offensive line. And his potential is huge, but we haven't got the chance to see it yet. Even last year, his rookie year when he was conservative, 22 tubs, 13 picks is quite promising. Not comparing him to Josh Allen, complete, no quarterbacks are built the same. But Josh Allen had like 11 touchdowns in his first year, 17 or so, something unimpressive. But all quarterbacks are a system quarterback. I just hate the constant hate that Mac Jones is getting, and I'm glad that you see it is the offensive line because they are so unsung that no one gives praise to offensive linemen and no one really shits on them either except for Bengals fans who are dedicated to the game and see how fucking miserable it is for Joe Burrow. It's drives me up a fucking wall. Right. Yeah. It, it, it begins and ends. Everything does with the offensive line. It, it's so tough to judge, um, to, to make these, these big declarations about the offense when, when yeah. one, first of all, first and foremost, you had a relatively, I don't want to say simple because it wasn't simple, but a more conservative game plan because of the weather and also yeah. because of the offensive line in this game. I mean, I mean, you look at the one real deep pass that was thrown, Al, you brought up earlier. It was the one from Zach Wilson that like floated up there, which is why Jack Jones lost it. Otherwise, he probably would have picked it off. But it's just one of those things where like you can't like there's still criticism you you can make. Don't get me wrong. I'm not making excuses for the offense as a whole, but it's just you got to you can't make these definitive things because the offensive line if you're i mean like i said he had the second fewest time or what what am i trying to say the second shortest amount of time to throw yeah you guys know. get what i'm trying yeah, i can't yeah, yeah. fucking yeah, find 100%. the words that's what it was he didn't have time to throw that's that's what i'm trying to say yeah. so it's and like, like my analogy and like i said there's there's whether it's patrick mahomes or um, him you can't do shit with that i don't know it's it's not great it's no. not great so so you guys worried about the Vikings? Is Liam talking? Yes. Okay, cool. You guys keep talking. Um, my <laughs> headphones went out. Proceed with the proceed with the speaking. Do not worry about it. Keep going. <laughs> he, of course. He, let me let said, me figure this out. Actually, hold on. But before I even get to the Vikings, I did want to point out our boy Ramondre Stevenson, though, because you did say, you know, this was his worst game of the season, which you know he kills it most other games. Yeah. He for the second straight week was the leading receiver receptions leader for the Patriots did right. check downs to Ramondre work so well. And the fact that like we have another back like that I was talking to Mike last week for bill to have Damian Harris, who we drafted in the second round, I believe. And he didn't even start his first year then ends up being a baller last year with 17 tubs to move seamlessly into Ramondre Stevenson. Who's now kind of clear cut the lead back uh, speaks to bills drafting. Once again, I'm like, dude, this guy can't miss except for, you know, quarterbacks and, other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> no, what I missed. You guys talking about running backs? Ramondre Stevenson. Yeah. 
Ah, yeah. Yeah, Steve. I, I was saying, once again, yeah. led the team in receptions uh, mm-hmm. second straight week. Yeah. yeah. No, it, Stevenson's good. Like, he's he's a very good back, and he's a good multi-purpose back. Yeah. You know, it just – the rushing part of it, that was his worst game of the year. But, Stephen, yeah. I mean, he had that third and 16 where he broke, like, five tackles to get – Yeah, I was flipping out to Mike about that. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was crazy. But it's 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 the thing – Liam, I, I, we talk about it almost every week when it's Stevenson because you are – I think I, I think we both – like both running backs, but I think it's fair to say you're a Stevenson guy. I'm a Harris guy. Yeah, if you had to definitely. kind of you yeah, know yeah. put it's, us in a thing, uh, we both still like both of them, but it's nice to see that when you have one of these running backs that for whatever reason, just isn't, isn't, isn't having a good game, whether it's just unlucky plays happens when he's running the blocking shitty, whatever it is, you have another guy to throw in there who is going to be fresh because Stevenson has yeah. been taking the majority of the workload. You have a Stevenson in there and he, I mean, you have, you put Harris in there and it's like, you know, they don't miss a beat. It's yeah, just, I didn't it's, even think Harris was going to play. I was like, cool. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't even know he was going to be out there. I didn't know. No, but he did. And it's just, it's, it's, it's insane. Um, and in David Andrews, by the way, yeah. if he, the fact that he is in Liam, you said at the beginning, the fact that he's even practicing after he was carried off the field, a la Mac Jones, you know, when he had his high ankle sprain, Warrior. that's incredible, man. David Warrior Andrews. mentality. That's I so Boston it, sports. We all know that David Andrews is, is, is who he is, but I think him in shorts and a t-shirt out before that game against the, against the jets too, warming up. Everybody else is bundled up. Kendrick Bourne looks like he's a, he's a freaking CIA, CIA agent going into like the mountains or something with his like face covering all that stuff. Meanwhile, David Andrews is like, yeah, no, this is, this is just another Sunday boys. That's all. Um, (laughs) I, I love it. David Andrews is slowly, not even slowly, rapidly climbing up the ranks of my favorite Patriots of all time. Um, But um, I don't, I mean, I don't know. I kind of, my, my final thought on this game, um, I have nothing more to say about the defense. Everything's already been said about them. I think that they're, they're, they're elite. Um, The, the bye week curse that happened last year, it uh, doesn't seem like it's happening now. So uh, obviously we'll find out more, you know, as the season goes on, but um, that's a good sign. So this defense keeps playing how they are. They allow the offense to kind of find their footing, um, which, you know, Mac Jones did a full system audit, whatever the hell that means and everything. So um, one of the big things in the offense that I've seen that I hope happens as the season goes on, Mac Jones gets to the back of his three, five step drop, whatever he's taken there's receivers turning around looking at them. The receivers aren't still trying to run deep routes. So I hope that that keeps happening. I have very high hopes for the defense. I have high ish hopes for the offense. Um, I am ready for the Thanksgiving game. Um, What are your guys' kind of closing thoughts, whatever about this Jets game before we talk about the Vikings game and get out of here for Thanksgiving. I, uh, I, I did have a question. Is this one of the more memorable Patriots games that like, just think, you know, 10 years from now, will you look back and still remember this game? Cause there are, there are a few games that stick out like Edelman throwing the pass to Amendola in the playoffs, the butt fumble. Like there are these weird Patriots moments that you remember the whole game specifically years after for that. Is this such a momentous moment that we'll remember it? Like, damn, remember that punt return to win it, to end the Jets game. Or is this just another like flash in the pan, another great play from the Patriots, and we won't really uh it'll get lost in the track of time. I 
I think that the latter just because of how the game was leading up to it. Yeah. I was wondering that because everyone who was at the game, I have a bunch of friends who were at the game were like, it was fucking miserable until the end. And like, (laughs) no, they they didn't even really mention the end. They were like, it was miserable until the end. And then they didn't really show much excitement, but like they were there freezing. So I wanted to know the viewers. I'm going to remember this game in kind of the same. Well, obvious. I think it depends on what happens for the rest of the season. If the Patriots go on this deep playoff run or something, this is some magical season. We'll remember it a little bit yeah. more, more fondly, at least. But I re- I will remember this game the same way I remember the Bills weather game last year, where I don't remember really a thing from that game where Matt Jones only threw it three times. I just remember like the details of it, just that it was the game where the Patriots ran the ball a billion times in a row. They came out with the win. I'll remember this kind of the same way where it's like the game was like a defensive masterclass offensive struggle on, you know, to an extent as well, but just it ended in a wild way. That'll, yeah, that, that'll yeah. kind of be it. I'm always curious because the way I remember old games is usually from like one big play and like yeah, I'll right. kind of for, forget the rest yeah. of the game. Like when Randy Saints, Moss. Or... Oh, yeah. The Saints, the Campbell yeah. Tompkins yeah. one when uh, Tom Brady threw the screen out to Randy Moss, who threw it back to Tom Brady and down to Jabbar Gaffney. I couldn't tell you what the fuck happened through the rest of that game. No, I just I know that. that play happened. Yep. So stuff like that. Like that's how I remember games. So I was curious. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. Almost like the um, almost like the 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 Ravens playoff game where it was the pass to Amendola. Like I think yeah, you mentioned exactly. the throw to Edelman, something like that. Yeah. Um, Al, we're just Al, so what obscure. Do you, what do you have to say about this game? I'm gonna keep it brief. Good game, good win, but you gotta move on. Yeah. Simple. Yeah, yeah, and I and I I feel like that's kind of the. That is, you saw the little inside the locker room video the Patriots posted where it was, uh, Belichick was like, guys, it's already Wednesday, basically. Because, you know, the game Sunday, short week, very short week. Um, So Patriots played the Vikings, who just got throttled by the Cowboys um, at home. So I, I, talk me, I guess not even talk me off the ledge. I guess talk me onto the ledge. I'm not worried about, about this this game one it's Kirk Cousins in a primetime game that's that's, that's not true good. I did forget that's, that that's yeah. not good for Kirk secondly primetime we Kirk. kind we kind of saw what this off the Vikings what the Vikings offense looks like going against a really good defense a, a defense that doesn't have to blitz to get pressure a defense that doesn't have the best offense you know, the Cowboys, I mean, a team that doesn't have the best offense, the Cowboys don't have, they have a better offense than the Patriots. I mean, let's, let's be honest there, but I, I just, I, I see Belichick playing this the same way he's played the re- the whole season, kind of looking at what the Cowboys did. Look, we're going to rush for maybe send an extra blitz or whatever, make Kirk Cousins night a living hell and, you know, make sure Justin Jefferson doesn't go off for nine and a buck 50. Um, I, I just, I, I don't, I know Dalvin cooks there. he, I don't know, like, I, I don't even know what his stats are. I, I feel like he's been kind of not unimpressive, but just under the radar this year. Um, I, I'm i excited about this game. I'm excited the Patriots play on Thanksgiving. Um, what are what are your guys' concern level? I don't, I don't know. I can't bring myself to be too concerned about this game, and I don't know why, and I feel like I'm falling into a trap. Sorry, I'm doing some Googling here. I... 
Here, Al, you take this one while I finish up this last thing because Dalvin Cook is actually having like a pretty solid season. So he I is? just looked that up. He, I'm like, okay, oh, yeah, 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 maybe hey, it's he's just almost got a thousand yards. He's got six touchdowns. Normally he gets more touchdowns, but he's on pace for over a thousand yards. Anyway. He was hurt for. I think that's it. Like there was some sort of like injury thing yeah. with him. I don't even yeah. know. It's just I. It's just the Vikings are a weird team. They're they're eight and two, but are you eight and two? I know I struggle with that too. Cause like, you know, I, I'm a gambling man. So I try and think about it. Like teams that get smoked the week before usually come out and kick ass the next week because mm-hmm. they probably got ran to hell the, uh, all week at practice. So I'm like, all right, are the Vikings going to come out here fired up. But then just like you said, the biggest thing is Kirk cousins in prime time. It's yeah. scary how accurate that rule is. <laughs> it just never performs. So that puts me at ease. And then like you said, the, he played a competent defense, I guess, in the Cowboys, as much as it fucking pains me to say that. It kills you, but they are, man. Yeah. You got to admit it. You no, gotta I, I, I won't exactly full out admit it, but they were all right. And um, they just they looked completely terrible. I bet on the Vikings and they ate shit. So I am torn here where I feel like they're going to come out firing. But Kirk Cousins, primetime, he has to lose this game. So now it makes me think, you know high scoring game where the Patriots come out at the end because Kirk throws a terrible interception on like a game winning drive. <clears throat> All right. So I go back and forth with this because it, Mike, you said it literally a minute ago. It's a weird game because yeah. the Vikings are good right now. They're leading the NFC North and they, they have weapons, you know, like you can't take it away from them. Jeff, Justin yeah. Jefferson, one of the best wide receivers, if not right Mr. now, Man. right this second, one of mm-hmm. the best receivers in the NFL. Dalvin Cook, as you just said, Liam, having a really good year, going to be on pace for a thousand rushing yards. TJ Hawkinson, a guy that they just traded for from Detroit, a guy that can, that can help you out in the red zone, you know, and everybody forgets about Adam Thielen. I'm not saying Adam Thielen is how he was three years ago, but he still can be a productive player in this offense. More than Adam Thielen. Yep. Yep. So now, right, you put all that into play. A good thing for the Patriots, and you said this at, at the beginning of the show, Mike, Christian Darisaw, their offensive tackle, out. And he's their best offensive nice. lineman. That's big for the Patriots. That's, that's a big break. Mm-hmm. Now, I can see this game, and I know it's because obviously there's a winner and a loser in the NFL most of the time. This game can go one of two ways. It can either be that the Vikings win like a 24-13 type of game where Kirk Cousins isn't great, but the Patriots offense continues to struggle. Or the Patriots defense can be so good and contain Kirk Cousins and shut down Dalvin Cook where you have to force Kirk Cousins to win the game on Thanksgiving night. that The Patriots pull off a a, a 17-14 or a 21-17 type of upset. And yes, we're going to call it an upset because... On paper, the Vikings should kill the Patriots. Mm-hmm. But again, you got to play the game on the field. This game, it's it, this is one of the few times where I don't know. Like, I usually have a good feeling about these games. But this is one I just I don't have a good feeling on. Like, yeah. either way. So, yeah. you, ho- you hope that the defense shows up. You hope the offense takes that next step. Gets you a couple touchdowns next game. I know that sounds silly to say. Whoa. But. I know, crazy. Get in the end zone, right? What? Whoa. What? But you got to find a way to generate some offense here. Because guess what? That Vikings defense, pretty good too. Daniel Hunter on that defense. Um, Harrison Smith on that defense. Who's the other Smith on that defense? He's so, on the graphic so with it Judon. Is, it is Zadarius Smith, Smith, but he... 
Zadarius yeah. Smith, but he's been uh, Mr. Zadarius has been limited in practice. So he's not even a full go for the game. And he's arguably their best linebacker out of the, out of the ones you guys said. So he's, he's a little hurt. Also Andrew Booth, um, the guy that I think a lot of us had pegged to go with the Patriots corner. Um, he did not practice, so he's got a lingering knee injury. So, and their cornerbacks are banged up anyways. The other two, uh, in the depth chart, in the depth chart as well. And like you said, their left tackle, Dara Shaw is most likely going to be out. He's got a concussion. Yeah. I don't see him playing at all. So Um, we'll see the defense. Yeah. It's, it's, it's going to be, I don't. The way I see, if you let me let me ask you something. If against the Jets, if the Jets were not in Mac Jones's ass all day, do you think that this new—I don't even want to say new, but just kind of revamped a little bit better offense would have put up more points against the Jets if if Mac Jones had even an extra half a second to throw or something? Probably, maybe. right? So maybe. Maybe I gotta I gotta think that this this Vikings defense is not as good as the Jets defense. They're good, don't get me wrong. I mean, they're the the, the team is still eight and two, so they do still have talent. Yeah. I just don't see the I, I don't see Mac Jones under as much pressure. I do still think he'll be under pressure because the offensive line is kind of you know patchwork at best right now. But I, I just with the with the injuries that they have going on, with it being a short week, um, you know, like you said, Liam, normally when a team gets shit whipped like they did against the Cowboys, all week they're getting nailed in practice, everything like that. You know, they're getting put through the ringer and then they go through the game plan. I just don't think the Vikings coaching staff has enough time to do that. There's only three days. So it's like how how hard like you know, how hard are you gonna work them? when they only have a few days to get their bodies right to be back. And not saying that, you know, they're not going to be, you know, verbally abused and everything, which they should be for the performance they had. But it's just, it's one of those weird, weird games where Al, you said it, it's, it it is a weird game. It's a short week. It's a night game on a Thursday. Everything's kind of off. It's Thanksgiving. There's, you know, just so many other things you're dealing with. Extra distractions. Exactly. And that, that is the key. When you have a weird game, distractions, different timing, short rest team, you don't play that much. I will bet the house on bill Belichick 10 times out of 10. So I think yeah. that I, I I think I just talked myself through why I feel like this. I think you did. That's why I am so confident about this game. I have confident confidence in Bill Belichick that he will just put together a game plan that the whole team can get behind offense, defense, and special teams that can win you this game. I have more confidence in their coaching staff than I do the Vikings. And I have a lot more confidence in the Patriots defense than I do the Vikings offense. So I don't know what the score is going to be high scoring, low scoring. I don't know. Cause like I said, it is one of those short week things. I do think though, that the Patriots come out of this with the win, um, which I think is important. If it uh, puts you guys at ease a little bit here, just looked up the updated defensive rankings. As of today, the Vikings rank 20th in the league. And any guesses where the jets rank? Uh, three. Not great. Right. Where? Yes. Are, are you Mike, talking what are you fourth, fourth, fourth. Okay. Yeah. Seven. Okay. So okay. they went down. They went down. Okay. They went down. So yeah, good. Oh, but another reason why I think this game is so important and why I'm having an issue focusing on this. Do you guys know what the next game is after the Vikings game? Thursday night at home against Buffalo. 
No, but oh, do you know yeah. that? But do you know the extra little detail of uh, that game? Yeah, yeah, they're they're unveiling uh, the Pat Patriot uniforms again, right? The throwbacks, baby. Throwbacks. The throwbacks are back. Guaranteed win. So I think this uh, this game, you almost need this one because then you have a, a whole kind of a mini buy to build in a game plan to just take down Josh Allen. Got if the Patriots end up beating the eight and two Vikings and then beat the Bills the next week. Buddy, I can't even. I will. I might come oh, on man. this podcast completely naked. I will be. We will be very excited. Very um, excited. So I. But anyways, we're <laughs> we're, we're thinking ahead. We're thinking I was ahead. Excited. Um, I, I think the Patriots take care of business. I do think that they beat the Vikings. Um, Al, Liam, yes. and I have been doing something this uh this season where we give our game breaker, um, for the game for the Patriots. You know, someone kind of like NFL Street. You know, who you think the game breaker is going to be, who you think is going to be like the big guy, you know, whatever you think, offense, defense, special teams could be coaching, whatever. I think this week for me, the game breaker is going to be Jacoby Myers. I don't think I picked him. I think Jacoby Myers has a really good game because I think with the simplified game plan, there's going to be a lot of short routes, slant routes, kind of, you know, bread and butter plays. There is no better bread and butter than Matt Jones to Jacoby Myers on this offense. So I think the Patriots win it. Jacoby Myers is my game breaker. Um, You know, Al, you, I mean, uh, Liam, you go, we'll let Al, Al go, go last and and wrap it up. All right. This will be my second time choosing this guy as my game breaker. The first time he got benched. So (laughs) I'm going back, I'm going to Mac Jones. This is my game breaker. If we are going to beat a dynamic offense, we're going to have to put up points. Even if the Patriots defense holds them to 13 points, we're going to need to score more than that. And these last two weeks have been not so great in the offensive category. So, of course, this all depends on the offensive line. But God damn it, I'm expecting Mac Jones to show up on Turkey Day. Mac Jones, I like like it. it. So, like so, my, so mine's not an MJ, but it's actually a JJ, and it's Jack Jones. Because guess what? Ooh, Jack nice. Jones. I love it. I Jack love Jones. Think, think about this. Jack Jones, right, is a guy that in the season really well had that pick six in Green Bay. You know, had a, had a really good, like, three, four-game stretch. Last couple games, not that he's played bad, but you haven't really heard anything about him, right? Yep. I think if yep. Kirk Cousins wants to do well in this game, he's going to throw the ball. And guess what? Don't be surprised if not all the time, but a couple times you might see Jones matched up with Jefferson. You he's might see enough. it. Yep. yep. You might see it. And guess what? He's due for a pick. He's due for a game changing play. So guess what? My game breaker. Give me JJ. Give me Jack Jones. Panda Jack, baby. I like That's it. Funny you said that. Cause I was thinking of him too. I'm like, we, we really need another Jack Jones interception. Like he was yeah. hot for those <laughs> we do, two games. We do. I I, think, I, Phoenix. I was for praying you. I was praying you weren't going to take him. I, I was saying I myself, we'll if Liam it. takes him, I was going to be so pissed and probably. <laughs> I, love him. I probably should have. I think we'll one. get it. Uh, before before we go, I have two last questions for you guys. Very quick, one word answers for each of them. Liam and Al, does does Matthew Judon get a sack this game? Yes. Yes or no? Yes. Okay. Secondly, I agree. Yes. Secondly, we'll end it on this with Thanksgiving being Thursday. Uh, we'll go around everybody. Favorite Thanksgiving food on your table this Thursday. What is it going to be? Oh, that's easy. That's very easy. My mom's what? homemade stuffing. Oh, fuck. That was going to be mine too, but I was like, that. okay, that's a little easy. I feel everybody has a good homemade one. So, okay, yeah. stuffing, love it. Liam? 
It would have to be gravy. I lambaste myself in that oh, shit. I, I would drink it. I would oh. drink it out of the ladle if I could. I just oh. put that shit. It's like red hot. I put that shit on everything. Funny story. I'm not a gravy guy. Don't like it. Doesn't matter what kind of recipe. Don't like it. My thing, ham. I'm going ham. Big ham guy. Love I like ham. turkey. Big ham, ham guy. I will eat an entire ham. Also, another little fun fact. When I was growing up, I thought a ham was an actual animal. Just a bunch of little <laughs> hams running around. So, on, oh, poor on, innocent Mike. On that note, um, Al, I feel like we might have to have you on around the Bills game, something like that. Maybe yeah. after the yeah, yeah, because after the Vikings game or after the Bills game, one of those two things. We'll see, so we can kind of discuss that a little bit. Down, um, down. But for Fire me Big up. Al, thank you for coming, Liam McDade. I'm Mike Sullivan. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Hope you have a um, a great gravy, turkey stuffing filled, ham filled day. And uh, hopefully watch the Patriots pick up another win, get to seven and four. So this was Tuck Rule Takes, episode 57. We are out. Kurt Cousins. Thanks. Sweet feet. Sweet feet. Ha, 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 ha.